The Navy has had two years of increased funding under its belt to improve readiness. Another boost is on the way. So a fair question is, is the money making a difference? Top Navy officials gave testimony to members of the Senate Armed Services Committee this week. Federal News Network's Scott Mossione heard it all, and he joins me now in studio. All right, so is readiness on the increase with all the money they've been getting? That's the bottom line first. Right, that's that's the big question. And I think the jury is still out if you're looking from the outside in. The Navy says that they certainly are seeing a lot of increases, and uh, so is the, the Marine Corps. And if you remember, in 2017, the military got a supplemental budget that added some readiness and some extra money. It was about $15 billion. Then in 2018, another restoring the readiness. And now in 2019, they're going to get another boost up to uh, about $715 billion to the whole military. So altogether, they're hoping that this will restore the the readiness issue, the readiness crisis that they have framed over the past uh, couple of years. What do they mean when they say readiness? That means all the ships are out of the yards and ready to sail or what? Right. I I think that's a a really fair question. It's one that people are debating, right? So what is readiness? Readiness is the ability to meet the threat that's that's out there. So readiness is defined by the national defense strategy right now. And that means near-peer adversaries while also dealing with the war on terror and smaller uh, non-state entities. So what the military needs for that is is what they have budgeted for that. But also, you know, readiness can also mean drawing that back. It really depends on the administration and what their policies are to be ready to, to whatever degree, whatever kind of war you want to fight. So right now, we're preparing for a larger war at this point, and that's where that readiness comes from. Now, there's another sort of definition of readiness, which is, are our planes flying? Are the ships actually going out to sea? Can they yeah, do What things? percentage of the assets they have are right. capable of going somewhere. Right. So that that's the real question. And when they get to talking about these types of things, you, you sort of wonder, what do they mean when they say readiness? So when they talk about the, the readiness here in, in this hearing that, that they had this week, I think it's a little bit more of that second definition. So they said that they've lost uh, they, that they've reduced lost days to maintenance by 11% over the past three years. Um, another thing that they've done in the past two years is they've reduced workload carryover by 46%, and uh, the shipyards have reduced the time it takes to develop a worker by 50%. So those are things that, no matter where you are in, in your policy, are are good for the military, right? Well, even those numbers can be fudged. I mean, suppose you have, just to make it up, 100 F-18 growlers, and your expectation is that at any given moment, 50 of them are ready to go. Last month, only 48 were ready, and you got it up to 50 out of 100. If that's your definition of readiness, it still sounds like there's a lot of assets going to waste. Right. Yes. And, and I mean, that's that's the question. Like you just said, to be you framed s- a little bit skeptical here. That's all. Right. And, and I mean, I think it is fair to be skeptical because when these military officials come before Congress, Congress are the people that are signing the checks. Right. And they're the ones that are giving the money out. So they want to sometimes... Uh, make it seem like they need a little bit more than usual because they they want more money. Um, Just wanted to throw out one more uh, readiness number here is that the Marine Air Squadrons, they increased their average flight hours per air crew from 13.5 per month to 17.9 per month. Uh, That's in a a two-year period. So um, they are seeing some improvement, but there's also things that are not improving. That includes the maintenance of ships. 2018 was a a really rough year. They had about 17 ships and subs that were not available because they're just waiting to get into maintenance. And that's a workforce issue and an issue with, with funding as well. 
We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni, and also on that other point where they increase the hours per average of airmen flying or Marine Air member flying. That means the planes are being used more. Right. And therefore, what does that do to maintenance and the capability of the aircraft? Because these high-tech planes spend more time in maintenance in the air already. And so that pushes maybe some of the readiness bubble downstream a little bit if you fly them more. Right. Not and sure. and it, it has a need for more maintainers as well. So, you know, the, the more you use things, the more you need to, to build that sort of uh, in, internal economy, right? And the more people you need. And what about the possible shutdown? It doesn't seem like that would affect the military. Right. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring this up that the, the minibus that was passed a, a, a couple months ago, that uh, is all good for the Defense Department for 2019. And so the Defense Department will be fully funded through 2019. Now, 2020, we don't know what will happen. There will be a divided Congress then. So it's all up in the air. That's way in the future at this point. You know, they're still dealing with the 2019 budget. But shutdown, if there is a shutdown, will not affect the military at all. And what is the sequestration sequence? I mean, right now they've pushed it down a couple of years, but that sequestration idea is still enshrined in law. So after 2019, what if that happens again and there's a budget spending level that triggers sequestration? Right. Well, it seems like we just got rid of the uh, or just signed a deal about sequestration and the budget caps and putting them up. But if you think about it, it was this February that they signed the two year budget deal. They're just finishing the, the Defense Department 2019 budget and they're working on the 2020 budget. That's when the BCA caps come back into effect. So this is what they're really focusing on is is the 2020 budget. And Richard Spencer, the Navy secretary, said that really any lapse in funding, any uh, funding that may be truncated is going to seriously hurt the readiness. What he what he translated this into or, or likened it to is getting on a bicycle. You know, it takes a few pedals before you really get to get going on that bicycle before you really find your balance. And the Navy's in that very infant stage right now, that nascent stage where they're still finding their balance and, and getting the momentum that they need on readiness. And is it still the policy of law, Congress, and the administration that the Navy is, at least in theory, building toward a 350-some ship Navy? Yes, that's that's still very much part of the plan. And I think some members of Congress are, are behind it, even Democratic members. That includes Tim Kaine. Uh, President Trump also has been very interested in building the, the fleet to at least 355. Um, that obviously would be very harmed by the uh, in return of sequestration. The Department of the Navy itself would have a $26 billion cut for in 2020 to their budget if sequestration were to return. Well, not only that, but if they have, say, 220 or, say, 250 ships and they want to get to 350, they've got to build more than 100 because as they build them, and it takes years to build them, some of the old ones fall into rust bucket status and have to be retired. That's right. And so, therefore, the chief of naval operations of the 355 ship navy is probably in kindergarten right now (laughs) that's right yeah and you know the navy has said before that the 355 ship navy may not seem what what someone would expect in the reagan era right with all these big battleships and aircraft carriers but maybe just small littoral combat ships or even smaller uh you know platoon type ships that that only hold five or six people so 355 doesn't necessarily mean these humongous ships that uh, we think of today Sure. Okay. And uh, across the military, how dire is the whole readiness, at least a couple of years ago, was 
touted as a crisis. Right. I mean, I think that gets back to our, our discussion at the beginning of this conversation, which was, you know, what is readiness really? And the Army is saying that they need more modernization. The national defense strategy goes toward modernization first. And that is part of the the readiness issue. So uh, I think it's it's it remains to be seen how dire this crisis is and how much the military improves with it. And then also, again, what that actual definition of, of readiness is. Federal News Network, Scott Massioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.